Hi, my name's Emily and I'm an osteopath and healthcare enthusiast working in the Midlands. I spend every week helping my patients reduce their aches and pains, move their bodies more and live the healthiest life possible. And now I want you to join the conversation. In this podcast, I'll be investigating the people and places around the Midlands that are on the same mission and ask them to share their knowledge to transform your health. There's no subject that's off topic. Nutrition, mental health, sleep and fitness, it's all here. This is the Healthy Midlands Podcast. I am so excited to be joined today by Mackenzie Ingley and Ellen Reed from the Tamworth Roosters. Hi. Hello. Hello. So Ellen and Mackenzie run a netball club for girls between the age of 8 and 14, although maybe a few older ones are hanging on in there now. Um, <laughs> How long have you been running the club for, girls? Literally about uh, a year now. Yeah, just yeah, over a I'd year. I'd say a year. We started, then COVID hit, lockdown, picked back up. So it's probably dragged over a little bit longer of a year now. <gasps> and these are girls who are not going to be, at the moment, because of COVID, having much in the way of PE from school. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've got quite a few girls um, with older sisters who... Um, aren't getting any PE experience at schools at the moment so they've requested to come and join just for that once a week session with us. Yeah oh that's really kind of you to let them join in (laughs) (laughs) especially when they're probably a bit faster stronger. (laughs) Absolutely but you know uh, it challenges the girls doesn't it and uh, it's going to make them better players. Yeah so I think one of the big things we I mean, I, I can't imagine when I was at school, the idea that you would be able to get away with no PE at all would have been like a bit of a dream come true. But maybe that they, they literally can't have PE at the moment because of COVID. It's highlighting the importance of that, that they're actually going and seeking it out. Yeah, yeah. And Absolutely. I think that's like the first memories that most girls have of PE will be the sport of netball in the UK. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Can you? What are your memories from netball at school? I absolutely loved netball. I was lucky enough to go. Well, I was lucky enough to be at a primary school where the head was all about sport. Yeah. So netball was big there, and then I progressed going on to secondary school, which is Quems. Again, like the sport drive was there. The women. PE teachers were really heavily involved in their own club so that was progressed and we were pushed in netball so tournaments were put in place, games were put in place so I was lucky enough to be in a setting where I was pushed and coached Yeah, both school settings. So, so love at first sight for you yes. Mackenzie, yes. what about you Ellen? Yeah I think Again, primary school, um, we had a, a teacher that was, was really pro netball and we had the experience of tournaments. Um, I, I would say that when I moved to secondary school, um, I, I guess it was a, a confidence thing really, that it, it really um, knocked my confidence and I didn't really jump into netball in the same way that I had at primary school. And it wasn't until I was about 15 or 16 and I kind of threw myself back into it but there, there wasn't any um any active encouragement I I guess yeah. 
for, for pushing that. But um, that's quite unusual, isn't it? Because 15, 16 tends to be the age that you see a lot of girls dropping out of competitive sport. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I think it was, it was more to do with um, probably wanting an outlet to, to partner with my studies at the time. Yeah. Um, coming so up to GCSE. Like when school got a bit more serious. That's it. That was, and I think that's really important actually and that girls who are studying hard for exams, if they're falling out of sport at that age, which is quite a common thing to happen, that they don't have that outlet for the kind of their energy and their frustrations and stuff and, and a team sport like netball is probably the best place to Yeah, do that's that. what's such a shame because you can be in such a bad mood or stressed or feeling low, but it, it's like if you do the sport and you push yourself in an activity, it gets all your endorphins going and it actually creates more energy. So yeah. it's a shame that they drop out because of the pressure. And like a critical time. Yeah. Yeah. Well. yeah. When they when probably need that the most. Yeah. 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 And I think the sport as well, especially with girls, you get to that age and it's you kind of start having all of these very self-critical thoughts like yeah. what you look like and how other people perceive you and and what the value of you will be in the world as an adult and I think probably going into doing sport and rocking up with your hair in a ponytail and not a scrap of makeup on and being valued for the part that you can play in a team rather yeah. than what you look like or how smart you are is you know it's really good for their confidence in their value as a you know a human and a, a pal yeah yeah <laughs> absolutely and I think I think you can't oversell how important netball is for the support network as well um mm. that it provides so it, it's that outlet so it's, it's not doing it's not having that that opportunity to exercise in isolation you are having that opportunity to exercise and to stretch your mind in different ways but collaboratively with other like-minded people yeah and that i mean like we've all seen the absolute iconic tina fey film mean girls yeah yeah it would be so <laughs> yeah. easy for teenage girls to rip one another to shreds yeah. but to work as a team i yeah. mean stereotypically is a more difficult thing to do so connecting girls at that age and having them work to a common cause really really important yeah definitely. yeah i think that's the for me that's what i remember from school being one of the main issues and a lot of the girls that we get that come to the club i hear them voice that as well so when they are doing netball or group activities in school if they're not in a certain click yeah situation having the confidence to pick up that bib that position that they know is their strength they're yeah, there for sure in that netball game but if one of the girls is let's just say a little bit more the hierarchy yeah. no in, in like female ranking at the yeah. school picks Which up that big and it's like the confidence is gone yeah. not to pick up that bib so when they come to the club then it's like you know like we've noticed like with some of the girls like right you're a goal attack like you know we, we spot them positions their strengths and they're yeah. like oh well I always have to pick up this bib yeah. at school because so and so will get it so yeah. I can't do it and it's the like, pecking well, order is real isn't it yes but yeah. <laughs> when you come to that club you're fresh and you're based on skill because yes. it's outside of school it's outside of those yes. cliques and those groups and yeah. I mean like my experience of netball at school 
we were not a super sporty school. Maybe that's my experience of it because I was not super popular yeah. at school. And so I would have fallen into the sort of all enthusiasm and absolutely no skill category. Yeah. So I was <laughs> which is hilarious. And I think like now, obviously, human movement is my job all day, every day, looking at how people move and... And um, I think if I met any of my PE teachers from secondary school now, they would just die laughing knowing that <laughs> like, I had gone from not, you know, literally not even placing in a netball lineup for a, a PE lesson, yeah. not even a, not yeah. even a, a game or anything, a tournament. And it would be like, oh, okay, well, you know, this, we've got two teams now and there's a few left over. And it would always be me. And that's what just always such a shame, isn't it? It's such a confidence mark. And it's, oh, yeah. It's just a shame that then PE teachers, I think maybe that's all it is. It's, it's easy just to go, right, get your bibs on, leave it to the girls. Yeah. Where it's, they should be recognising the skills and, yeah. you know, pushing their skills and, and their abilities. And if you feel, like, slightly pushed out, yeah. then when it starts getting into what are the excuses not to exercise in PE this week, there would be an endless line of girls with notes from mums and, you know, yeah. oh, I've got my period this week, yeah. I can't exercise. Um, oh, I have cramp, I can't exercise. There, there would be all these excuses. And obviously now we know, like as grown women, that exercising is one of the best things that oh, you can do to regulate your hormones. And yeah. if you are on your period, exercise is one of the best things that you can do to relieve it, it the symptoms you, of it and make you feel so much better. It can actually make you play better. Yeah. It, like, it's, it's been proven that yeah. if you're on your period and you could probably have another best games training sessions yeah. workout going because you're on your period yeah because you've got that kind of hormonal balance going yeah. on yeah um but it is sad and a lot of girls do fall out of sport at that kind of junction between um kind of 14 15 16 and they never really get back into it i mean i've got friends who have not broken a sweat since they were last in a PE lesson and I'm nearly 30 now so I, I think they miss out on all not just all the physical benefits of exercise but all of the mental benefits of exercise yeah. as well um we've actually got a receptionist in our clinic in Sutton Catherine who her family are um she's one of five daughters and a lot of them do play netball. And she just recently has got back into playing netball once yeah. a week. She's got two oh, children brilliant. now. And she is loving it. <laughs> and I'm, I'm tempted if it hadn't been for the fact that I think it was drilled into me that I was rubbish. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm seriously considering giving it a go. Million percent, so, do it. <laughs> what, what would you say? What are the like common misconceptions? For someone like me who hasn't played netball since they were fifteen, yeah, convince me. <laughs> give me, give me an an insight to what it's like to play netball as a grown woman. Well, I think first off, forget everything you learn and you remember in school. Just <laughs> close the door on that because that's not netball. That's just <laughs> pecking orders, and you got to do as you're told, basically. Yeah. And I think it's probably a, it was probably a bit of a choreographed um, yeah <laughs> sort of yeah. gameplay that was going on as well. Yeah, and first of all, you're a woman. 
Mm. So you're strong. Can <laughs> yeah, can do anything, anything. Just have the confidence just to go there and just set little goals just for that. Just, I'm just going to go see. I'm going to go see what it's like. I still want to see if I can pass a ball, catch a ball. Yeah. And I guarantee within 10 minutes, you will never leave ever again. <laughs> You'll be there for the rest of your adult life. It's that like camaraderie, isn't it? And you're yeah. all in it together. Yeah, it's just it's just teamwork. It's everybody's like-minded. So everybody there has bordered on the same mindset as you. You know, I want to get healthy. Mm. I want to be social. I want to be in games. I want to have like fight and grit. I and give it go all. to the pub as well sometimes. There is, there, there, there is clubs, yeah, some clubs. Well, I don't participate in anything like that, so, you know, I can't really speak. Ellen might. Ellen knows. I think the other thing is as well, don't, don't think that you've got to have, you know, be the most athletic being that you've ever been. Um, it's yes fitness has something to do with being able to play netball but um, Mackenzie and I are both um, qualified coaches under the England netball program and the the most recent um, training development courses that we've undertaken um, really stress this whole concept of game sense so it's you can have the the best physical um, ability and the most athletic person on that court if they haven't got that game sense and when we're talking about game sense we're talking about the the tactics and the um strategic gameplay in their head Mm. they're not going to be the valuable player on the court you know the more valuable player on the court could be another person who probably you know their fitness levels are marginal compared to your most athletic player but if they can read the game and if they can set the game up and get their team to to move in the way that they want to strategically Mm. um then that in itself is i guess one of it's almost it's more valuable than than having that athletic ability if you've got the game sense and no athletic ability, then we can work on the athletic ability. If you've got yeah. the athletic ability but absolutely no game sense, get on the running track, you know? Yeah, you can go and be a sprinter instead. Yeah. I think just that, what you said about it's like the mental side of netball, I think, you know, you can physically exhaust your body, but a lot of sport, you can't do that with your mind. With netball, it's just so mentally challenging. The tactics, the ball skills, the gameplay. It's just like so refreshing and that's that's what it is. That's what's the addictive bit about netball. It's coming off court and just being so refreshed mentally. Like you could have had the worst day, but you'll come off that court in just the best mood and so yeah. mentally because you can't be thinking ready. about like a snarky email that someone no. sent you if you're in the middle of a game and you've got to think where are my teammates where is she going yeah is she gonna block this pass am I gonna set that up for my teammate to score a goal yeah it's it's a lot more complicated than than the netball that we played at school oh yeah million yeah. percent and I think that's why we have so many adult women picking it up 
and then because it's not how it was at school and it's that it's that different challenge it's not like the body challenge at school it's the mental challenge and that's why they're coming back for more because it's a break from yeah. the real world like everything that's hard day to day you come to that that's your own time that's your space and yeah. it's just mental wellness all day long yeah day and long. i think primarily all of our sessions it, it's fun and enjoyment first oh, isn't it yeah million percent and that's yeah. i kind of recognize that in my my colleagues from the clinic the two who do play netball are both mothers to young children yeah and i think that maybe is there something in that where even when you're not at work then when you're at home you're mom and you've yes. got all of that going on yeah a break from it's a break from everything yeah you like, don't have to wipe your kids bum when you're on the netball court no I mean, I've, I've got three children and when i'm on that court i'm not a mom anymore i just feel like one of the girls just strong independent just it's like your inner child yeah. <laughs> but a little bit more mature <laughs> <laughs> but you're allowed to you let it, it out on court yeah yeah well yeah, yeah it's a re- there's a reason that it's called playing netball yeah it's not it's not working netball (laughs) (laughs) nine to five netball (laughs) oh my goodness and uh, I guess is there quite a lot of are you now kind of seeing women wanting to get into netball they've kind of had a year of working from home only seeing their colleagues as tiny pictures on a screen and they're thinking actually I want that social connection yeah I think I mean, I, I coach quite a few clubs, and they're of the older variety, and I think what it is, I think... The older variety. The older variety, <laughs> you know. And it's it's that I don't want to be in the gym because mm. it's boring. I don't want to be doing, you know, watching something kind of YouTube clip. It's boring. So Whereas So lonely as netball, well. Netball, it's... Yeah. You don't... <laughs> it's one of them sports where... You don't realise how much exercise you're doing and how mm. much you're pushing your body because it's just so much fun. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why I think as an adult, you know, that's why it's being picked up because it's like I'd rather do something is fun and enjoyable and social yeah. than where I'm just being pushed to absolutely exhaustion and it just seems like another routine. Yeah. Whereas when you go to some netball clubs, you it's never not a routine. know how the game's going to shake yeah, out. Yeah, you don't know what conversations. It's good to meet the girls and yeah. like how their week's been and make a joke of it. Yeah. And that gameplay, it's just, yeah. So what about older still? What happens then? Because I, as I understand it, you both, you had secured some lottery funding before COVID yep. for a walking netball team yeah so um Mackenzie and I met um when there was a a call for some coaches to run an over 50s um women's walking netball session the universe put us together (laughs) I don't think the universe quite realized what was happening when they did put us together um but yeah so um we we ran that over in Tamworth um and there was a big uptake actually yeah. uh, initially, and we'd got anyone from sort of like fifty years old recovering from an operation or something to sort of like ladies in their seventies who were very able-bodied but probably not wanting to do aqua aerobics for the one thousandth <laughs> time, yeah, um, and just try and do something a little bit different, and 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 so we ran that walk, walking netball program. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which unfortunately had to to cease when when covid sort of um came to light yeah. but it is something that we have identified as still being a need for the local community Definitely. and we're looking at running some six or ten week programs just to see what the uptake is um to sort of reignite that walking netball um session so this would be for people who they they want the all of the amazing things that we've discussed about netball so far the social aspect the camaraderie the strengthening the coordination the mental challenge all of that but without the impact of actually running yeah yeah that's it and i think our view is that we we wouldn't just restrict it to the over 50s in this particular instance because if if we sort of open it up to to all age groups then you can sort of target a a much wider audience particularly Mm. I mean if you've got some girls who perhaps they're in their mid to late 20s and have suffered a a, quite a significant injury and they know that they've got a, a good sort of couple of years to get back to to full fitness to get yeah. back on that netball court in the true sense of the netball game um, it's accessible for them to yeah. to still have that opportunity to practice the game sense to practice the tactics to have that social um, interaction but without compromising their recovery and you were saying that the the sort of game tactics and the the forward planning is even more important with the walking netball yeah, absolutely, because obviously their your physical ability will be compromised um, in some way, shape, or form. So you're relying more on your your tactics, on your relationship with your teammates, um, on the strategic gameplay. And Mackenzie and I really like to sort of tease that out of the the ladies and sort of put them into game situations and scenarios and let them kind of work it out for themselves because there's not always one answer yeah to the problem you know it is it is a problem solving exercise every single pass is a problem solving exercise and there are multiple ways in which you can solve that puzzle so it's a physical workout and a sudoku in one yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty much yeah yeah <laughs> sounds amazing so if we've got people who are interested then in the walking netball game where's the best place that they can get in touch with you yeah, so they can just literally contact our Facebook page, which is Tamworth Roosters, which is our juniors. But yeah. we will be, once we kickstart our walking netball again, it will be coming under the Roosters netball this time round. Yeah, so, so yeah, it'll be Tamworth Roosters. <laughs> yeah. We know where you're at. At the moment, we've got 8 to 14, 15-year-olds. The walking netball is going to get going in the summer yeah. at some yeah. point. Um, and I think you may well have almost every woman in the West Midlands especially if they listen to this podcast because you've done such an amazing job of describing all of the benefits of playing netball Um, I don't think I will need too much convincing now from Catherine, Joe and Michelle at work to join one of their teams because you've just made it sound incredible ladies Thank you so much for speaking to me this afternoon. Thanks, Emily. I can't wait to upload this and get everybody interested in joining the Tamworth Roosters. Brilliant. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Healthy Midlands podcast. 
Make sure to hit the follow button so that you can be the first to know when the next episode is up. Leave a review or share this podcast with a friend if you found it useful. And for more, come and find us on Instagram at Healthy Midlands. <laughs>